0: Hey, you're listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. Sovereign Grace Music exists to produce Christ-exalting songs and training for local churches from local churches. For more information and free resources, you can check out SovereignGraceMusic.org. Thanks for joining us.
1: Welcome to the Sample Doctrine podcast. We are continuing our conversation uh, about shepherding souls through song. Yep. We have uh, Devin Coughlin here with us. Good to be here. And Bob Coughlin. Good to be with
2: you. You know, before we get into this... Mm-hmm. I think you had a little bone to pick with something I said in the last time we were together. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. that's the right. The false information that you spread, which is not on false. The podcast.
1: Okay, so for our listeners uh, that we're not tracking on the first couple ones that we did, <laughs> it was a conversation about the origin of Jonathan Edwards. <laughs> yes,
2: yes. The name Who, Jonathan Edwards came up, and he, he was did. identified as an American theologian, and he is in the loosest sense <laughs> of the word.
1: <laughs> Only because <laughs> is it because. Uh, Well, explain, Devin.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he was born prior to the United States ever existing, and he died prior to the United States of America ever existing. And so his conception of himself Mm. would not have been one in which he would have identified himself as an American theologian. And being someone who is 50% British, I've got to stand up. For the English in my blood,
0: because his mom was born in England.
1: Yeah. Okay. Julie Coughlin. Wife, yes. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Is is that how you counsel people to like to think of themselves in terms of how they think of themselves? Absolutely. That, yeah. <laughs> I went to Wikipedia,
2: which I believe everything I read on Wikipedia,
0: <laughs> and it says Jonathan Edwards, American yeah. preacher. Sounds so like I wow. stand and by where, my. Where
2: Where was Wikipedia founded? Uh, I who don't founded know. it? I An don't American. Know.
1: <laughs> well, can't you go in and edit it that he's a... Uh, so you would call him a British theologian? I would say he's English. English theologian. I would say was he's just, English. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily so say British. That threw me off.
0: I'm sure if people watch this on, I'm doing they go,
1: what? Oh my gosh. I'm you...
2: just here to serve people. Oh, Dev.
1: Yeah, I feel like my whole history has been thrown... Are
2: you questioning everything that you've uh, ever I have learned? I am so
1: down, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the earth is flat. As an American, I
0: still claim Jonathan. Edwards as, Americans as an American are theologian. Prone to do.
1: We would claim him. We do. We claim Born him. Born on American soil. They what eventually became do.
0: American soil. How about that?
1: Say that again. Born, Born on American Born on
0: what eventually became American soil.
1: What eventually became? Born and American died. Soul. What eventually
0: became? Yes. Wonderful. Okay. We should move on. <laughs> what are we, like uh, 10 minutes we, in yeah. already? Oh,
1: I'm so glad you're here, Dev. <laughs> uh, so, Bob, where did we leave off um, last week?
0: Okay, well, we, it's Shepherding Souls Song, we talked about, I think, feeding the flock mm-hmm. uh, through the songs we sing, which was a great conversation. We could have gone, taken even more time for that, but we got to move on. And today, I want to talk about, again, one of the pastoral roles that God has given pastors, one of the roles He's given pastors is to lead, you know, exercise oversight. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of the areas that, you know, those who lead song can not think about, can be confused about, can have misconceptions about. Um, And I'd begin just by saying that you don't have to be musically gifted to lead the singing in your church. Um, Singing is, is a way we pray and praise and lament and rejoice and learn and exhort and exalt, and all of those things can be led by someone who's not a musician. Mm. Um, because God wants the Word of Christ to dwell on us richly, not the music of Christ. Music's gonna have an effect mm. on us, but mm. but the person who's leading wants to bring attention mm-hmm. to those lyrics. So it requires you know, knowing what the songs actually say and knowing how to impress upon people what's important. Mm. And so leadership, that's what leadership is. Uh, and it begins really even before the meeting starts. You're, you're thinking about, why am I gonna choose these songs? What's, what's the context of these songs? What preceded them? What comes after them? Um, you know, so I like to think you plan carefully, expectantly, humbly, and purposefully. Mm-hmm. Carefully because you wanna ensure that theological weight and balance you know, that we talked about. It's not just picking at what, you know, what's at the top of the CCLI charts. Um, that may or may not be helpful. Uh, so you want the word of Christ to dwell in people richly, expectantly, because you think that however you plan, God's gonna meet you. He wants to bless his people. Uh, he, he is eager to, to meet us as we gather. You prepare humbly because we don't depend on our plan. We depend on the Holy Spirit, and we know that apart from his empowering what we do, what we do is for naught. And then we we prepare purposefully so that people know what to focus on. So that means as you someone crafts a meeting, puts a liturgy together, they're thinking through these things, and that's leadership. Mm-hmm. Liturgy, just like songs, form us, forms mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. It it creates patterns in our lives. And so when if we're doing that unintentionally, uh, it's going to have an effect. I mean, there's no perfect liturgy, but some liturgies are better than others. Yeah. So that's a part of leadership.
1: Well, and we've talked about um, like having a separate um, episode on this podcast about just practically how do you build a service? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, structuring a service and yeah. talking through that liturgy, beginning to end, how you put those songs together. Yeah. So I think that would be helpful also for our listeners to know. Okay, what does this look like week to week? Yeah, yeah. you know,
2: yeah, through the the structure that our gatherings take. Take on. Um, we're cultivating people' habits of mind.
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 And yeah.
2: how do I respond to the holiness of God? Mm. Um, I confess my sin. Uh, mm. How do mm. I? What happens when I confess my sin? Well, I'm reminded that He is faithful and just to mm. forgive my sin mm-hmm. and cleanse me from all unrighteousness, um, and I'm assured of that forgiveness. Mm. And when I receive that assurance. How do I respond? I give thanks to God. Yes. Yeah. And and so week after week, that's so great. We're building these things into people. We're teaching yes. them how to how to pray and how to articulate their thoughts about about God and to God.
0: Yeah. Mm. So I and mean, that's definitely an aspect of leadership that is is really important. Yeah. But then there's also the leadership during the meeting. Mm. And this is where I think there's some real confusion mm. and lack of of material. I would say, Mm -hmm. a number of years ago at a worship God conference, I taught a seminar called "I think What Do You Say When You're Not Singing," and in Mm -hmm. in researching that topic, there was like next to nothing. Mm. You know, it's just kind of assumed that well, we all know what we're doing, and right, we just uh, sing. Yeah, we just sing. Yeah, and I realized there are you know different approaches uh, to to. How to think about that? You know, there, there's the uh, frustrated preacher who, mm. you know, between every song, it's like a, you know, five ten minute mini sermon, and you know they, they really want to be preaching, but they're just. This is my music. chance. Yeah, this is my chance to prove myself, my yes. theological grit.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then on the other end, there's like the, you know, the, the non-speaker. Yes. Just don't say anything right? and yeah. you know don't don't dare interrupt the spirit's work as he's working through the song. When,
2: and I think you have the, this uh group of people well-intentioned and thoughtful in their planning and just think that's enough. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean I've thought yeah. this yes. Yes. all through right. yeah. and it all yeah. works together yeah. and I've got the right pieces in place. And I'm good. Yeah. yeah.
1: And people will pick up on the order and or whatever. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to I don't have to explain it. Yes. I can just Sing yeah, the songs.
0: Yeah, if, if they don't get it, then I plan badly. Yeah. So I just need to I just need to plan better. Yeah. Uh, so there's the cheerleader, you know, who who between every song just, Come on. I love I, love, I just I'm not sure why leaders say, Come on, Sing it out. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like no. Give me something to come on about. Give me something to to you know lift, you know let's get our voices up or whatever.
2: Put your hands together.
0: But yeah. No. Give me something to put my hands together for. It's like tell me what I should be seeing clearly, mm. Mm. and then I'll respond naturally. Mm. Um, yeah. Just a little some unhelpful well, so, things but that if leaders our...
2: do. Our responses, if our affections are going to be informed by truth, we don't need to be told what to do. We need to be told what to think, in one sense. Yes.
0: Yes, and told what to think before necessarily we're told what to do. Right. It's just those kind of exhortations unrelated to truth. You know, just, you know, lift your voices. Well, why? You know, sing it out. Well, that's what we're doing, aren't we? No, don't just tell me to sing it louder. tell me, give me a a, a compelling picture of Christ sure. that makes me want to sing louder. Mm-hmm. So that's leadership. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, you, you know, crafting and thinking about what you say, as you're leading the songs. Now, granted, there are people who, like I said, frustrated preachers. There are mystics who, you know, they just say stuff between songs and you just not even know what they're talking about. Yeah, but right. it's like the experience. Yeah, oh, it's so great to be here together with Jesus. And you know, a lot of times people just pray. Pray is the default. I don't really know what to do. So I'm just gonna yeah. pray. I'm just gonna say things, which is not what prayer is for. <laughs> or you um, might have
2: the gigging leader. I mean, who it's just kind of like between songs. It's um yeah, so this next one, I was driving in my car this past <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I was thinking about <laughs> the trees as I drove along. And, uh so let's think about God as creator.
1: Yeah. Right. It
0: reminds me of the time I heard someone use the this the tsunami in in um I forget was Indonesia? It takes place this back in two thousand five. And he used that as a reference to like, you know, the waves of God coming over us. And I'm think I'm thinking <laughs> Like hundreds of thousands of people died in that, so I I couldn't quite get the connection, but it was just kind of yeah, and it just kind of trailed off. And wow, this is not helpful. So if you're leading, it's it's helpful to think about those moments in between songs, or you know, from a song to a scripture or a song to a testimony, whatever, as potentially opportunity potential opportunities for leading people.
1: So, go ahead. They are, I mean, excellent opportunities uh, to lead if you have spent time as a worship leader crafting the uh, the songs and how they're working together, and you're pulling from the information. Uh, that was a new experience for me uh, before Sovereign Grace music. Huh. Uh, it wasn't only like what you would say in between songs, but what you were saying during songs. Was so helpful for me and insightful for me, uh, just to go. Oh, that just flew over my head. Uh, mm. The song did, yes, but yes, when yes, you yes, brought yes. attention to it, yes. well, I just like, saw that with fresh eyes. Yeah. Or you know what we just sang about is leading us into this song that we're singing. Yes. It's like oh, well, there's structure to this, or, or, yeah. or there's there's yeah. a there's a purpose that you started with the first song. It's not just an up tempo song. Yes. And then you went to a mid tempo song. It's like you're actually drawing from. So I just that structure is so helpful. I normally
2: plan my songs just by keys. <laughs> just so how to yeah, how, how call just, Keep I them just, all in E. Well, no, I don't keep them all in the same because I like to just modulate. So I just modulate each song. Just kind of go through <laughs> C, D, E, F, G, A.
0: That's really helpful. Um, yeah, it, it, uh, this is. Yeah, there's there so many bad examples, and we don't want to concentrate
2: on those. Um, well, a helpful picture for me has just been thinking about. Uh, I mean, as a kid, you do the, the dot to dots. Yeah. And you know, mm. I mean, you're just going from one dot to the next, mm-hmm. and, and you know which dot to go to because there's numbers next to yes, them. Yes, yes. And uh, as a leader, that's that's what I want to be doing as we yeah. gather together, is just helping people go from dot to dot, from, from thought to thought. Um, I know. Uh, Earlier on, as I was leading, I, I did think more in terms of, all right, I need to have. We're going to sing a couple songs, and then I need to have this this time where I'm just going to exhort people, yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of my mini, my the exhortation the exhortation. In the <laughs> my, my opportunity to uh, to teach people for a second, yes. and uh, mm-hmm. and so it's. I mean, maybe three minutes or yeah. two to three minutes, four minutes, whatever, and would give a lot of thought to that, and as I've thought more about, and as I've grown, as we talk, it's it's no like I don't need to do all of that. I don't Not need, necessarily I don't necessarily mm-hmm. need to mm-hmm. do all of that. What I need to do is just help people get from one yeah. point to the next point transition. And so that means that I sh- I say a lot less when I lead mm-hmm. than I used to, mm-hmm. uh, but it's much more purposeful. Yeah. Um. And it's it's I I'll say one sentence here and one sentence here, or or highlight one part of a line here during this song, and and that's it. But I'm leading people and directing yes, people, yeah, helping yeah. them reflect on and meditate on the truth that we want to dwell on richly. Yeah.
1: Well, in the dot-to-dot analogy, um, like, I don't wanna say using a template, but there is a structure of how you can connect those dots. And if you're not even building a structure of connecting point one to two to three to four, it then just turns into just just picking songs. Yes, just picking yeah, yeah. random songs that somehow work together because I mean, the gospel is sewn through them. More. Yeah, yeah. You know what I
0: mean? I mean, there's a lot lot of bad reasons that we choose songs, and I've done all of them. You know, the keys that my voice sounds good in. I Meant I find those, those are really really hard to find, really hard to find. <laughs> yeah. um, songs songs that are all in the same key. Mm-hmm. You know, in Sovereign Grace, we used to have for years. We had this liturgy. Just it was, you know, if you went to any Sovereign Grace church, it would be two fast songs, medium song, mm-hmm. and then two slow songs. And Probably that...
2: exhortation between before the medium song. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. After <laughs> the second song, <laughs> and it was years until we realized. You know, that's not in the Bible. Mm. That like, there's no place in the Bible where it says that's what you mm-hmm. have to do. Um, so, th- there, are, there are really two places you can lead. You mentioned one of them, David. The, like in the song, I remember years ago standing next to CJ Mahaney and hearing him, you know, he would shout out lines d- d- in response to the song, like, yes, that's true, or, you know, not because of us, or mm-hmm. just something. And I think, wow, he's, he's like thinking about what he's singing. <laughs> Yeah, what a concept! <laughs> Seriously. But it had that effect on me of realizing I, I can be thinking about this, or oh, that's what I just sang. Yeah. So when when I lead now, and it, this has been a progression. I mean, I've been leading for forty five years, so I I probably say less than I used to. Mm. I remember I led on the Together for the Gospel albums, and the early, the early ones I was saying a lot more than I did. So we've done four and. Mm-hmm. I say a lot less on the fourth one, partly because some some people said you need to say a lot less. But I Please realized, stand. yeah, it wasn't. Please stand.
1: <laughs> it
0: was, uh, you know, can be it can be distracting if you're not used to it.
1: Yeah, right.
0: And I know some people would say it's always distracting. Mm. Who's this guy yelling at me? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, play skillfully to the Lord with loud shouts, Psalm 33. <laughs> That's what I say. Just committed that um, one. <laughs> but it can. If it's done out of faith in response to you know your engagement with God as you're mm. singing, it can be a real means of grace to people. Absolutely, and it can be as simple as as uh, you know just shouting out, yes, uh, because I've had recordings where I've done that and people come up to me afterwards and say, you know what, every time I listen to that, I just hear that yes, and it just stirs my soul to mm. remember
2: that's true. How, so yeah. how would you differentiate between that yes and the come on?
0: Yeah. Because it's in response to a truth we just sang. Yep. And it's an affirmation. It's like an amen. Amen yeah. is yes and Truly. amen. It's, yep. This is true. And sometimes I'll say, this is true. It just, it, sometimes it'll be a contrast. You know, um, I'm not going to be able to think of something right now, but it'll be uh, in Christ alone, our hope was found nowhere else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't do that right at the beginning of the song, but that's the idea where, oh, yeah, this, this is different from the way we normally think. Mm-hmm. I try to put my hope in all these other things. It's nowhere else. So, just something
1: simple like that. It's interesting because it kind of ties back in the previous podcast we did of your uh, responding to the truth you've heard as opposed to evoking a response from the people. Shout it
2: out. Yeah. Yeah. Get involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know,
1: come on, act like you're live. (laughs) Like you really
2: want to be here. And and this all. Is, is predicated on presence like if we're gonna lead effectively we have to be present with with where we are and with yes. what's going on mm. and engaged the songs, the yeah so singing. aware of how people are responding mm-hmm. yeah. aware of the scriptures that are being read aware of the sermon that's being preached on and yeah. and that's where a lot of this leadership takes place especially within songs as yeah. far as what we're highlighting yeah um, right. just the other day I preached from Psalm 62 and and Talked about God's power. He, he to Him belongs power, and to Him belongs steadfast love. Mm. And then we're singing, "Oh Lord, my rock and my redeemer." Afterwards, and so I mean, I'm, I'm uh, thinking, "Your Your grace, uh, uh, well too deep to fathom. Your love exceeds the heavens' reach." Yes. And so just highlighting,
0: yes, uh, yeah. yes you're yeah. you're the God of yeah. steadfast
2: love, or right. to You belongs all love. I don't remember what I said as I was yeah. leading it, but I'm just I'm informed by the truth that we've been hearing, just connecting, pointing that's people so to good. it, um, so good. and that's how one of the ways that we lead as we're. Yeah leading songs. And that yeah.
0: speaks to, which we're not gonna develop, I don't think, but uh, having a repertoire where you have songs that can emphasize truths that have been taught. So mm. if, if we think of worship songs simply as you know, saying great things about God, kind of the more generic qualities about God, you're, uh, you're a deliverer. Okay, well, can you spell that out for us? Or, or you're mm-hmm. great, you're glorious. Mm-hmm. Can you, why? Tell us why. Well, that's what sermons do, they should do, tell us why. And it's great to have songs that can follow up sermons yeah. or prepare for sermons um, that, that use those specific words yeah. to, to emphasize in our hearts with music the truths that we've just heard. Yeah. So that's during the song. Then so I also want to talk about the transitions between songs or scripture and, and draw some contrast because this is where I think we just miss opportunities. Um, so, you know, why are we going to sing this next song? It, it could be done two different ways. You know, if you're a traditional church, you could say, let's stand and sing hymn number 46.
1: Hmm.
0: That works. People <laughs> stand, turn in their hymnals, 46. or... You know, whatever. Or you could say, "Let's stand, sing hymn number forty-six, a song that reminds us of our great need for God's mercy and His provision for us in Christ."
1: Such a leading opportunity.
0: Well, it just—oh, that's that's why we're singing. You know, uh, you're about to read a scripture, so uh, you know, and now the scripture reading. <laughs> right, da, 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 da. Or, you know, here's Romans 8, 31 through 39. Oh, well, maybe you could say something like, you know, we've been singing about how God's mercy is greater than our sins and how God's love will never fail. Paul highlights that reality in this passage from Romans. Let's listen to it together. You know, it's like you're building people's yeah. faith. That's, yeah.
2: that's leadership. And mm-hmm. it's this. I've uh, got this picture of I mean, when when you're you're about to sow a seed in this soil, yeah. being your congregation, and so you've got this this truth that you're gonna you're gonna plant in people's hearts, and if you're gonna go plant a seed, you don't just go outside and stomp it into the ground. Yes, yes, right. You, you prepare, prepare the soil, the soil. yeah, right. Yeah. And so through these scripture introducing scripture or just sharing that one sentence to to cultivate expectant faith, we're yes. preparing the soil. Yeah, and
0: it it it. You have to work really hard, I think, to do this, unless you're naturally gifted, which I'm not, uh, to do this well briefly. Yep. Because, yeah. our, you know, someone might hear this and think, oh, okay, I got to introduce everything. Right. Mm-hmm. It, takes, no, it takes me a long stop. time to prepare the soil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Your pastor's going to be coming to you saying, stop talking so much. <laughs> um, it's, it's hard to craft something that's, that's personal, that's biblical. And compelling, and brief. Oh yeah, that's really hard. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. oftentimes I'll write out. Still to this day, I'll write out what I'm going to say, mm-hmm. and you know I'll, I'll get it in my heart and maybe refer to it. Um, but I'm aware of how long it should be, mm-hmm. and if it, you know, it could. If I'm not doing that, it could easily be three minutes because I'll think, well, I didn't say that that well, so. I'll, I'll say it maybe a little clearly more clearly. <laughs> Let maybe. me rephrase that. Yeah, yeah, it's never better, you know. And the process of thinking through what you're going to say over and over and over again actually helps you speak better spontaneously mm-hmm. because you've walked through those paths of oh, don't say that oh that's too long oh I'm always right. you know using a lot of weighty words I need to say this more simply I'm using a lot of passive tense I need to say it more your active tense directly mm-hmm. I remember CJ, CJ saying to me years ago you know I can and he wasn't like correcting me he was just saying you know I can tell the difference between the times when you prepare what you're going to say and the times you haven't <laughs> it's like That's so oh, helpful. Hey, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. And then he said it to me like, you know, fifteen years after that too.
2: <laughs> I, like, can, ah. I can still tell. <laughs> I just
0: I'm, I'm slipping a little bit. Do um, a pen uh, and paper. <laughs> so the the point is, you know, we have these opportunities and we don't want to overdo it, mm. but we can lead people as they're singing. You don't need to be musical to do that. Yep. Mm.
2: Yep. If you're a You folk, have to be pastoral.
0: You have to be pastoral. Yeah. And you have to be willing to like step up to the plate and say, "This is what we should be focusing on. This is what we should be thinking about." You know, and when when we read a long scripture, for instance, like it's easy for people to get distracted mm. and not know what we're why we're reading that scripture. So, just a few sentences beforehand of, "Listen for this. Watch for this. Watch how," or even connecting it to what we just did. Mm-hmm. Can, can transform a dead liturgy into a life-giving liturgy. Mm. And it's often not just the pieces that are the problem, it's the way we're connecting them. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's leading. And then, then there's one other way, if I can go into this, um, of leading. You know, We talked about before the meeting, during the meeting. Just teaching on the role of music in the church, that's a way we can lead the flock. Um, we assume everybody knows what's going on when we sing. Right. Not so. Right. I mean, everybody right. thinks they know what's going on. You know, some people really love it for maybe not good reasons. Some people don't really enjoy it that much. We want to give people a a biblical understanding of what God's intentions for music in the church are. So right. he J- just even saying that, you know, why we sing the songs we do? Because God wants the Word of Christ to dwell in us yeah. richly. So we're introducing this new song. You know, you may not have heard it before; it's not on the radio. But we believe it's going to enable the Word of Christ to dwell on us richly, mm-hmm. and it's going to enable us to teach and admonishing uh, admonish one another. Like you do that over time. You know, as you introduce songs, it's going to change the culture
1: of your church. There's so much intentionality. In that. It's just helping people. Yeah, you're helping people. Yeah. You're uh, not just randomly showing up and throwing stuff out. You're just And trying
0: to get songs that resonate. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's a purpose to it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then
0: there's the 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 truth that musical is a, music is a vehicle for worship. It doesn't produce worship. Mm. So yeah. our our goal is to come in here already worshiping the Lord. We're mm. always worshiping something. Mm. We're always giving our attention and our affections to something. Mm. Well, let's come into the meeting having you know, prepared our hearts, just wanting to bring glory to Jesus, not wait for the music to do it, mm-hmm. and then not expect music to do what only the gospel and the word of God are meant to do by the yep. Spirit. Mm-hmm. So not, not come in for you know, this emotional charge from music, the musicians, the band, the production, the arrangements, but focus on how God has revealed himself to us in the gospel and the word, and that's different from being musically affected. So teaching on some of those things, that's another way of leading your congregation. Amen. So I hope this is helpful. Yeah. Amen. It sure is fun talking about
1: it's it. It's helpful for me to, to process and listen to, and and I'm thinking about, uh, I mean, so, there's so many different contexts that these worship leaders are in Yeah. Uh, yeah. if they're tuning into this podcast. And so I, I, I know it's helpful for me, and hopefully it's helpful. For you who's listening, and um, uh, we're happy to have you listening to our Sound and Doctrine podcast, um, and uh, we will see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Yep. Thank you for listening to Sound Plus Doctrine, the podcast of Sovereign Grace Music. For more information, free sheet music, translations, and training resources, you can visit us at sovereigngracemusic.org.